Turn with me to Psalm 15. Psalm 15. We have the Holy Spirit asking a question and giving us an answer. Amen. I love it when you read a psalm and it's from David, but yet it's the Holy Spirit asking a very important question and then giving us exactly what we need to hear for our answer. Right. If the most important question in the universe is, did Jesus Christ spill his blood for you? Then the next most important question in the universe is, how do you know? This is going to help explain that to us. Amen. Psalm 15, I read it to you. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly, and worketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is contemned. But he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt, and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. Amen. A question in verse 1. Do you ever ask questions of the Lord? Do you find yourself in prayer asking the Lord to show you something from his word? Here's the psalmist by the Holy Spirit addressing the Lord. Lord, not God, but Lord Jehovah. He wants to know, who shall abide in thy tabernacle, and who shall dwell in thy holy hill? Is this David musing upon who might go with the ark back to the holy hill of Zion? Is this the person that might be a minister of God's people? Is this the person that has the conduct that would be in heaven? Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Today, it's for us and what we ought to be doing so that we might be in the shall abide in the tabernacle, and that we might dwell in thy holy hill. David does this many times in the Psalms, ask the Lord a question, and then wait for the Holy Spirit to give him the answer, and we get both, the question and the answer. The The answer wouldn't have the same weight if we didn't know what the question was. But by the Lord's mercy, we have both. Many times in the Psalms, the Holy Spirit gives us an example of who shall abide with the Lord. And also the contrast, who will not be abiding with the Lord? I want to go over a couple of points from each verse, and then I want to bring it home. Verse 1, we have the question. And then the Holy Spirit gives us the rest of the chapter as an answer, and there's 11 parts to it. Verse 2, I want you to focus on three words, then three words. The first three words are walketh, worketh, and speaketh. The next three words, in his heart. Are you a doer of God's word? Do you walk? Do you work? Do you speak? If you do these things, do you do them from your heart? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Verse 3. What do you use your tongue for? He that backbiteth not with his tongue. We can look around and see things like murder and adultery and many of the, the heinous sins and how horrible they can be, and it, it, it makes our flesh stand up. But yet, 
To backbite with your tongue accomplishes all of those by doing things that you ought not with the tongue that ought to be bringing forth fruit to those that hear you. Verse 4, In whose purse a vile person is contemned. Do you hate sin? Does it make you angry? Or are you accepting of it in yourself and in those around you? For the man or the woman that's going to be in the holy hill of Zion, they hate sin. In verse 4 also it says, But he honoreth them that fear the Lord. We heard last week that part of our duties as Christians is to honor them that fear the Lord. It's right. It's appropriate. It's in God's word. And here we have it in Psalm 15. Also in verse 4, can you be trusted? He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. Many times we swear, but do we go back on those swears and those promises and change? You've sworn through baptism to do certain things. That's right. Have we changed or are we those that change not? Verse 5. I want to rephrase it this way to you. First I'll read it and then I'll rephrase it. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. Are you always looking to get an advantage or take advantage of others? Or are you looking for an opportunity to be taken advantage of? That will show what kind of a Christian you are. If you're always looking around to make sure that you have an advantage of every situation, you're not loving your neighbor as you want. You're looking for an opportunity to exact usury. You're wanting to take against the innocent. But if you will look around and see opportunities where you can make yourself vulnerable to be taken advantage of, that's true Christianity. Greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for his brother. Quite the opposite of trying to exact usury out of those that can't afford to pay it. To summarize this psalm, two words. First word, who, from verse 1. That's the question, the who. And there's a one-word answer at the end of verse 5. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. You have an opportunity to do, to be the who, from verse 1. Now to bring it home, you have today to affect these things in your life. What is your kingdom reputation? What's the reputation of those that know you best? Is it one that puts you in verse 1? Or is it one that condemns you by the next four and a half verses? The Lord Jesus Christ fulfilled these 11 things perfectly. Each and every one of them. He did it for you through his intermediary life and death. And as we've been reminded recently, we should thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead. Therefore, those that live should henceforth live unto him and be doers of his word. Yes. 